I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi, I'm Raj Punjabi, head of identity content at HuffPost. And I'm Noah Michelson, head of HuffPost Personal. Welcome to Am I Doing It Wrong? The show that explores the all too human anxieties we have about trying to get our lives right. Raj, I love grocery stores. Yes. I love everything about them, but especially that when those doors open and you walk into that air conditioning, anything is possible. It's a magical kingdom of flavors. It really is. But because it's so magical and because I love it so much, I worry, maybe more than any other topic we've done, that I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, if you look at my Amex statement, uh, you can tell that I'm definitely doing it wrong. Today, we're going to chat with Kristen Aiken, the head of HuffPost Life and Commerce, to give us all the tips and tricks we need to grocery shop like all-stars. Let's do it. Hi, Kristen. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I think before we even start, we should talk about this thing, which apparently is a real thing. Grocery shopping anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have it? I don't. I don't have it. Actually, grocery shopping calms my anxiety. But we'll come. We'll circle back to that because I feel <laughs> like I want to hear about how it does plague people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my mom is one of those people for years. I didn't realize my dad was doing all the grocery shopping because... My mom has a lot of anxiety issues and she was having panic attacks at the grocery store. And it's interesting. It's something I've experienced too. I am not in general a person that has panic attacks. I love grocery shopping. I'm a little bit of a control freak. So I love like having my list and going on a mission. But this one time at the grocery store, I... there were very low ceilings and dark lights and I like hadn't had water that morning or something and I passed out. And ever since then, only in that one grocery store... I get a panic attack every time that I'm in there because it triggers it, um, which is really interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. But it wasn't the grocery store itself or the the scenario? So we actually had an article a while ago on anxiety at the grocery store and a lot of people go through it. Um, the, The thing I experienced was maybe a little bit of agoraphobia, which they say can happen in any location, but for certain people... 
if you do something repetitively, which is what happens with grocery shopping, it's something you do all the time, it can trigger being in that location over and over. I'm not shocked, though, because I think when you're at the grocery store, you are confronted by all of these situations that can be stressful. There are decisions to be made. Decisions to be made. Rapidly. Mm -hmm. Lots of strangers. It's maybe the place that we spend the most time with, like, the most amount of strangers every week. Um, you're spending money, which can be stressful. You're also expected to move through kind of fluidly and quickly and know what you're doing. How are you supposed to know what you need to eat that week? I mean, we'll get to that later. One of the main causes of anxiety is not being able to control things and unpredictability. And there are so many elements of that there. I know we live in the city, but for people who drive there, getting a spot in the parking lot is oh, one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like getting a cart that's not all messed up and like wobbly and seeing, you know, what if broccoli's out that week and you were going to make broccoli soup? Like now what do you do? There are all these points of like decision fatigue too that you run into. Yeah. Yeah. It can be really hard for a lot of people. It can. And then I, I do want to just delve a little further into like the social complexity of grocery shopping. Mm. It can be easier for some people, some demographics more than others. Can you talk a little bit about that, Kristen? Yeah, I mean, for a lot of people, it's probably the main way that they spend their money every week. And it's really stressful having to add things up in your cart and see if you're on budget. And and it's still always feed more your family. than you think it's going to be. It's always more. I know there are some people who use techniques like you take a little calculator and if your budget's $100, every time you put something in the cart, you subtract that from your calculator and yeah. hope you're, you know, not at zero at the end of your trip. But yeah. yeah, there are a lot of inequalities facing people and different grocery stores have different, you know, like if you go to Whole Foods, it's a whole different experience from going yeah. to like a shop right somewhere else. And the healthy food does tend to be the most expensive, yeah. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. There's a vibe too at fancy grocery stores that I sometimes like and I sometimes feel self-conscious about. Like, I don't know what a rambutan is. And like, if I'm saying right. that right, yeah. and you know, like the difference between almond butter and, you know, cashew butter. And it's, these things are, can be a little bit stressful. And not only that, I think there's so much judgment. I mean, the yeah. thing about for me I think one of the most intimate things you can do is look into someone's grocery cart yes. and see what they're buying. And I think that for a lot of people, people worry that they aren't buying things that are healthy enough, especially if you have a higher weight, right? So if you are a person yeah. who identifies as fat, going to the grocery store and having people see what you're buying, that can be really tough. I've never even yeah. thought about that because I definitely, you know, from a loving place, judge people's cards. I want to know what they're making for dinner, right. but it can go several ways. Maybe I shouldn't spy on people's. Yeah. I judge my own cart. Like I, yeah. if I put a bunch of potato chips on there at the end and the person behind me is probably not even paying attention, but I'm definitely afraid they're going to be. No, I think that's really real. Yeah. And I think in general, you know, we're going to get into sort of, quote unquote, the meat and potatoes of this. But I think it's important but, um, that um, you brought yeah. that up, Raj, because everyone who walks through those doors is, is arriving there with their identity intact, with their their bank account intact. And so we're, yeah. we all have different things that are going to be challenges. And we shouldn't just assume that grocery shopping for me is the same as it is for any of you or anyone listening. I mean, I never really thought about this, but when I was younger and less sure of myself, I would not avoid generic, you know, products at any cost. So I wouldn't buy the ShopRite brand, yep. you know, spaghetti. I would do like the Barilla oh, or whatever. Was it like a status symbol? Definitely. And I've talked about this before on, on this podcast where I feel like my skin can indicate poverty to some people. And I feel like as a child of immigrants, I want to be able to fit in somehow. And yeah. I'm like psychoanalyzing myself right now. I don't know if this is totally true. I think it's but I real. I conscious. Yeah. Now so I'm like generic all day long. And I could who give do a you think yeah. was 
judging you for it? Who it's was that double consciousness thing. I don't think anyone was. Or, you know, it's just me wanting to feel like I could afford things or like I could be like the mm. quote unquote rest of the people. Mm-hmm. You it know? was for yourself. Then. Yeah. But like judgment from yourself. Judgment from myself, but it it came from a place of being the other. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, now that we've talked about that, I, I think, again, it was really important, but I also think let's start shopping. I love it. Or maybe even before we start shopping, there are things we can do before we even leave the house, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Kristen, what does that entail? Okay, so none of this will apply to everybody. Everybody is so different, and a lot of this is exemplified in grocery shopping. But for me personally, I... I'm super organized. I color code everything, whatever. So when I go grocery shopping, I know exactly which grocery store I'm going to go to. And I plot out the list of everything in order that I know I'm going to be walking through the store and encountering it. Yeah. Fam, I just have to say, I work with Kristen and she is the most organized person (laughs) I know I can testify in court about this. It is scary. She makes the rest of us look like schlubby 12-year-olds. But I think some people don't even... I usually don't have a list. Do you, Raj? I have a list. I never adhere to it, but I have it for just, it makes me really happy. You know, some people get really excited about planning vacation. Yeah. I have a cute little notebook and I have a great pen that like fits in there and I make my little list. It's a little like poetry. It's like escarole, chicken broth. Yeah. You just go in and wing it, Noah? I I do. You're wild. I know. But I think, so one thing I have done though, I will make a list in my iPhone, in my notes. So... I've read too, like if you see like you're running out of something, jot that down in your list, Mm. either your paper list or your iPhone list. And then when you get to the store, you can pull it up and you know, oh, right, I'm almost out of mayonnaise Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. So I think that that is one tip that I've read is is a smart move. Even if you don't make lists. Just have an ongoing. Have that baby list going. A lot of people also suggest taking a photo of the inside of your refrigerator Ah. and maybe your pantry too. So if you can't remember, you know, if you have milk or something, you can just... Take a look at the snapshot. That is smart. I have been at the grocery store and I've been like, do I have eggs? I don't know if I have eggs. Also, do you know if you use the notes feature on your iPhone, do you use that little check mark bullet point function? No. It's new in the last year it's or sexy. so. It's sexy. Yeah. It's so good. So you can just check, 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 check it check. off. Oh, I yep. love that. It's very satisfying. You were talking about doing your list by the aisle. So mm-hmm. you have in your head, oh, wow. you kind of know where everything is and you make the list. That makes really good sense. But do you, do you know what I have found? Tell this me. happened to me last year. My grocery store rearranged <gasps> the entire layout. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are they doing? And then I found out this is a real thing in the industry called a reset and that stores do this all the time. Yes. Oh, wow. So... I have an insider connection in the grocery store world. My sister-in-law's brother has and his family have owned a grocery store in Brooklyn for 32 years. And I talked to him to get some intel on this. He said it's something that they do to try to force you to walk around and discover new products because people like me, I'm so so used to my routine that I'm never going to discover anything new. I'm only going to buy what's on my list. So it forces you to spend more time walking around and seeing new things. But he said... Some stories will never do it. For example, if they have like maybe an older crowd and they really will not be happy with change, Uh, they won't do it. But if they have a younger crowd or like some newer people that have moved into the neighborhood and they're trying to figure out their demographic, they'll they'll change it up for the upsell. And I read genius. I read, too, that this this blew my mind. The average grocery store, their profit margin is only two percent. So after what? they've paid all of their bills and everything else, they're only making 2%. They need people to buy more groceries than they normally do. 
And like you said, one way to inspire that is forcing you to go down aisles looking for the things you normally buy mm-hmm. because you can't find them because they reset everything. And then you're like, oh, those cookies actually look good. Maybe I'll get those too. And the more random stuff we buy spontaneously, the higher their profits are. Well, I'm going to be one of their favorite people on planet Earth because I'll be like, ooh, tamari. Maybe I'll make hummus. And then I'm like, that's never that's never going to happen. I, I buy shit I don't need all the time. Yeah, they, they, really they love you. Have you ever noticed that, let's say you want to make a recipe with cake flour. If you go to the baking aisle, quite often they'll just have all-purpose flour and there will not be cake flour there. But if you walk to maybe the organic section or the special diets like gluten-free section, you might find cake flour way over there. That's Mm. another thing that my family member told me (laughs) happens is they will purposely place things in those other sections to force you to walk around and find them. Sneaky. He also said that about profit margins, this was really interesting. The highest profit margin is on the produce. um, And that's why it's the first thing you see in most grocery stores when you walk in, because not only are the profit margins the highest on those foods, but also they're like green and leafy and beautiful and like vibrant looking and they're more appetizing than like the box. The of produce crackers. section is like a painting. It's gorgeous, usually, if yeah. you if your grocery store does it right. It really is. And then, you know, the, the sprinklers go off mm-hmm. and like, yeah, it's like a, you know, it, you want I to be there. I like doing a Bollywood choreographed dance. Just in the in middle of the, the produce. Section. I really yeah. love the stores that have the sound effects of thunder. Oh, when me the too. Mist goes when off. it's about to start. Oh, so yes. you know to move away from the like. I need to get a new grocery store. Mine doesn't do that. <laughs> no fair. When do you all go grocery shopping? Mm-hmm. I've already admitted that I go almost every single day. Yeah. But I find the best time to go if I can. Is like 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yes. Late morning is my jam. There's well, nobody there. It depends on your personality again. So and your are job. you trying to avoid yeah. people or right. yeah. So the mid midweek is usually the slowest. Um weekends and then Monday evenings, I've been told, are the busiest as well, because Monday evenings are maybe when people have come back from the weekend and they're a little behind and they yeah. have like a busy life and they're trying to get dinner ready. Like after work, they're, they're stocking up on Mondays. That yeah. makes sense, actually. I've seen that. Yeah. Monday nights are pretty busy. I want to, I mean, I I go on, you know, my lunch hour or whatever if I can to avoid people, but are there people who, who enjoy a crowded grocery store? Well, I don't think so, but there is a reason to go during the busiest time sometimes. Okay. Uh, so I don't think most of us use coupons or shop sales anymore, which we really should. It seems yeah. to be something that happened more when I was a child, but yeah. we should because most of the sales, every store is different, but they mostly start on a Sunday and end on a Saturday. And especially during the pandemic, remember when everything yes. was running out, they would actually run out of the sale items after a couple of days. So it would benefit you to go shopping early on that Sunday or maybe on the Monday. Oh, when everything's still in stock yep. and the, the freshest stuff is there. Yeah. So that's something you should get to know the store that you shop in, understand what their sales schedules are. Um, also yeah. understand like what days strawberries are delivered, for example, um, because strawberries go bad faster than pretty much any other fruit. And if you can get them on the day that they came in, they'll last longer and eventually you'll waste less. That's really, really interesting. I do shop sale, but it's me memorizing the Whole Foods email that goes out every (laughs) week. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to make stuff with this. Like, that's my version of couponing. Like, I will definitely rejigger my list based on what's on sale. Couponing, you can save a lot of money. Does that still exist? Like paper coupons? I don't think they're paper so much, but it's more like if you have a, an, a membership account or something with your super, yeah. Yeah. grocery store, just they just like scan your little barcode. And then at the end of the bill, like at the shop, right, where sometimes I go upstate at my mom's house, 
a $100 bill will have like $8 off. And so that adds up. That's substantial. You can get paper coupons um, like in the, in the newspaper, but they are much rarer. Yeah. But um, I was reading about coupon databases. So online, mm, yeah. you can literally Google coupon database and the digital ones will come up. And like Kristen was saying too, like a lot of individual stores will have online coupons that you can quote unquote clip, like save to your yeah. app and then use that. Um, and then the other thing too is, there are store coupons, right? But then there are manufacturer's coupons. Mm-hmm. So if you want Fruit Loops, they might be on sale at the store, but like whoever makes them um, also might have a coupon. And you can use both coupons together and make even more. This is how rich savings. people stay rich. Yeah. I need to write all of this out. This but is the very thing real. about coupons is like it does take time. It does. It takes a lot. And you don't want to be that person at the checkout who's holding everybody up. Right. But the thing about food is like everybody is in such a different position. I am, I live alone. I buy my own groceries and I just buy what I need. And I'm like, I know I need this, so I'm going to buy it. But like, if you were to put me on prices, right. And ask me how much a carton of eggs costs, even though I buy them every week, I have no idea anymore, Mm. but some people have to pay attention. Yeah. Cause eggs were wild. And at one point they were like double the price about like six months ago. They were crazy. It was bad. Yeah. But I think that's a great tip is that like do sign up for your store's loyalty program mm-hmm. because you'll instantly get savings when you check out um, and it only takes a second and do look for coupons. I think sometimes you can save a lot of money yeah. at my grocery store. One of the grocery stores I go to when you're checking out, they will feed you coupons as you're checking out to use for the next time. And sometimes they'll literally be like just $5 off mm-hmm. $50 of groceries. And I, I just tuck those into my yeah. back, my backpack. They're always there. And then when I go the next time, I just rifle through them and I'm like, do any of these work? Yeah. I was also at a stop and shop for the first time the other day. And I do not have any sort of loyalty program benefits there. And I just asked the cashier, like, could you swipe your card for me? And she was happy to. They almost yeah. always do. And then yeah. I had like a few dollars off. Yeah. That's a really smart tip. I definitely, we've talked about this in several different episodes, but like a little friendliness goes a long way if you don't have your lo- loyalty card on you. That's also happened to Yeah, me. or the person behind you in line, they'll sometimes swipe it and then they get the points and they're excited. It's a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's especially if you're traveling. You're grocery shopping in a place that you don't normally do it. Um, you're on vacation and you, you're staying at an Airbnb. Yeah. Like you probably don't have the loyalty card. You maybe don't want to spend the time signing up. Ask your neighbor. Yeah, so we all love grocery shopping and we all come in there like ready to go. Do you have a strategy for which aisles or sections you tackle first? Good question. Just the order that it is in. That's what I do. And then I have never done that. It's really chaotic. Yeah. But then always also, if you're going to get items from the frozen section, save that for last because you don't want them like melting while you're walking through the store. If you oh, take yes. a long time. So wait, like, Raj, what do you do? Okay, I'll just look at the first thing on my list and start there and then just chaotically run from like end to end of the grocery store. And I do have to say, I wish they would put like robes in the frozen section <laughs> that are like laundered every day because then I would buy a lot of frozen stuff. But I run through that because I'm always cold. How it's like too cold. long are you hanging out with that <laughs> door open? I'm I, no, I will not kill the penguins. Like, even when you don't open the door, it's really cold over there. But yeah, I just, this is why this question is important to me. Like, I have no strategy. I'm, it usually takes me entirely too long because I'm going by my list, not, and my list is not organized by aisle. I guess I would worry mostly about food safety in that case. Like, I am in and out in 15 minutes. But if you're taking an hour and you've got a package of chicken in your cart, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't Definitely save there that. For an hour. I wouldn't do that in the beginning. I okay. love that you're getting a workout too, because you're getting all your steps in, because you're just going all over the place. <laughs> but like, then I'm like eating the ice cream that I bought right after. So. Right. Right. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, I've I've read some places too that you know the best quote unquote best things are on the outside of the grocery store. Mm. So that's where the produce like the is. Yeah, okay. like that's where the dairy is. The things with the least amount of preservatives, mm-hmm. and then all of the like less quote unquote good things are in the middle, and that's where you find all that stuff. So people are always like try and shop around the grocery store. Wow, and that'll be the best food for you. But it's generally true. It also is the perimeter in addition to the produce is also the highest profit margin for the store. So yeah. they're also winning out when you buy into that. <sighs> Capitalism. Yeah. No, but anything like whole quote unquote and healthy is just so much more expensive. Yeah. But there are some great ingredients that can be healthy in the middle of the store. We shouldn't yeah. villainize all of them. We have so many stories that have post about how good canned beans are yeah. for you. Mm. Hell yeah. All of the grains, everything, which also you can get at the dollar store. You can get a lot of great ingredients at the yeah. dollar store. Canned fruit, canned beans, canned things like that. If you're worried about sodium, just rinse the beans off. Um, oh, that's a get, really good tip. You can get a lot I'm worried of about sodium. good stuff at the dollar store too. I think that that's a good tip in general too, is like if you have the time and the energy to shop multiple places, mm-hmm. Then, you know, maybe this store has better produce. So you're going to go there for your produce or you're going to go to a farmer's market even. But yeah, for your canned goods, you're going to go to the cheapest place because you know they're still going to be good. Yeah. And I have a related question. My partner likes to shop in bulk for certain things and claims that we're saving like a million bazillion dollars. (laughs) And I am so stressed out when you're when you buy something in bulk because it's so expensive. But he's right. Like ultimately, you know, if you're buying something in bulk for the year, you are saving money. What do you suggest people buy in bulk? What will save you money? Well, it really depends on what you eat and how fast you can eat it. Yeah. If it's something like canned tuna, which will last forever and you eat a ton of we protein, it's a, a great idea. Yeah. But, you know, for they have like produce and baked goods That's and those wild. will all go bad before I can eat them. Yeah. If you've got a big family, maybe it yeah. makes a difference, but... That yeah, that's sense. what I always think too about like Costco. Like I know if you've got a big family or if you go through things a lot or like paper towels, stuff like that is yeah. great in bulk. But like those huge things of mayonnaise, like I love mayo, <laughs> but I would never get through it. You know what I mean? So like a lot of times I think it's just sort of a waste, especially if it's just two of you or just one of you. Um, you have that to, makes me laugh. My parents, I'm just thinking right now, my parents buy like giant ketchups from Costco. Yeah. Do and they like, go through it all? I, they tend to give me stuff. They're that. like, oh, we bought this. Do you want one? Like they have a Listerine the size of like my car. Like I don't understand. I'm picturing but also you, they do use it. I'm picturing you going home with like Ziploc bags full of ketchup. Like, <laughs> no, like, my parents squeezing. give me random things and they're like, here, child, I love you. And I'm like, this is weird, right. but I'll take the contribution. But also, oh, you know what I was just thinking? For bulk stuff, let's say chicken breast if you've got a freezer you can freeze stuff too so if there's a crazy sale Mm -hmm. on chicken breast not a bad idea to buy a bunch of chicken breasts put them in the freezer and then you've got it for a while it's true. The freezer will keep things. And a lot of people have those separate chest freezers. They'll keep yes, in the, the South, they do that a lot. Yes. And I've seen it. And it, they a lot of times they take it for granted. Like, we're just going to put it in the big, you it's know, I dream. call it the body freezer. <laughs> but like, we don't, in the Northeast, we generally, people don't really have those as much. But like, I, I would love one of those things. Imagine if, like, in a New York City apartment, you just half of your living room is a freezer. <laughs> it's it is like know? a very American thing to do. They yeah. say in Europe, the in a lot of small cities here too, like in New York, the most efficient way to grocery shop is just to buy what you need that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
not really think ahead so much because we wow. waste the number, like we waste 40% of the food that we buy. I totally hear it's that. It's insane. Yeah. Well, Noah, you're doing it right. Yeah. But I also don't have kids Yeah, and I have a really flexible schedule. Those are other things to consider too, right? If yeah. you are a parent and you work full time or you work two jobs, you might only get to go you're grocery shopping once like, a week. I'm going to make a Chiapino tonight. Like, no, that's not going to happen. No, you yeah. have your meals planned out. You have your budget planned out. And this is a luxury for a lot of people. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more. Am I doing it wrong? Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Yahoo Finance. Raj, I've got a question that I've been asking myself a lot recently. Tell me. Am I investing wrong? Ooh, I see what you did there. But I'm sincerely asking because look, I have investments. I have an account here, a 401k there, and I'm really lucky I don't have any crushing debt. But until recently, I haven't had the confidence that I've been doing it right. I know what you mean. We all want to make sure we're making good financial decisions, not just doing whatever Susie Orman told us to do 10 years ago. (laughs) Exactly. But that's why I've been using Yahoo Finance. Tell me more about it. Well, with Yahoo Finance, I've been able to consolidate all of my accounts into one place. And I got to tell you something. It's been so much easier. Okay, Yahoo Finance. It's giving nostalgia. Absolutely. You know, I found Yahoo Finance to be incredibly helpful for tracking everything I need with all of my money. And as you probably know at this point, I'm quite wealthy. I know, spiritually and literally. I am not a wealthy one percenter yet. So would the service be good for me still? Oh, 100%. Yahoo Finance is good for everyone, from the very seasoned investor or just a normie like you who's looking for a little extra guidance. It gives you all the tools and info you need. So if I'm hearing you right, it sounds like Yahoo Finance will give me a holistic look at the financial news cycle, original editorial perspectives, and so much more. That's exactly right. And let's just say Yahoo Finance is going to be the perfect place to link all your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. Hell yeah. I cannot wait to make it rain with the help of Yahoo Finance. (laughs) So for comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. Yahoofinance.com. Once again, that's yahoofinance.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So Raj, tell me, how is your social battery right now? You know, today it's pretty high and vibrant, but it varies day to day. That makes total sense because it's super easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up after the winter. Truly. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. For me, therapy has been illuminating. Just to be able to process day-to-day anxieties has helped me so much. I kind of wish that for everyone. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online 
And it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash doing it wrong today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash doing it wrong. Welcome back to Am I Doing It Wrong? Kristen, would you tell us about expiration dates versus mm-hmm. sell-by dates and like all yeah. of that? Is there a strategy for shopping with with that in mind? We all have this idea in our heads that expiration dates are a thing. And maybe it was when we were children. But if you look now at a grocery store shelf, I dare you to find the word expiration date on it. It's It doesn't yeah. really exist anymore. So they're mostly best buy dates and they're not regulated by the government or any sort of food safety uh, group. Ooh, they are really just there from the manufacturer to tell you when like you'll be getting the best experience and like flavor and texture of the product. It doesn't actually mean that it will be unsafe to eat after that date. Whoa. I have I'm really no paranoid idea. about I'm really paranoid about sell by dates. Like I just feel like all of a sudden I'm gonna wake up and it's like rotten. Yeah, it might mean that it like maybe if you had opened it and not resealed it correctly, maybe you will open up your you know, your uh, jar of paprika and there will be like worms growing around in there. <laughs> that God. might happen. It happens. Um, Whoa. Yeah, it has like oils in it that these little bugs love to kind of fester in. Little Pretty bugs. Gross. They're just like us. No. Yeah. But if you if it's like something that you hadn't opened yet, I'm sure it's probably fine. You can just check it out and sight, okay. smell, do yeah. all the tests. Right. Sense. Definitely don't just throw things out just because it's past the date. Test it. Oh, man. Look at your our our, our whole worlds are being I know, I'm, reshaped I have right been now. Wasting stuff, not cool. Yeah. What do you all think about? You already started talking about this a little bit, Raj. But um, generic versus brand name. Like growing mm-hmm. up, same thing. I had a friend, and his family bought all generic, and like they were maligned for it. Like yeah. Nobody bought generic food. Like it, it. It was like, oh, you're poor. Yeah, and then you grow up and realize it's the same shit as the brand name. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. No, it's pretty much all the same. I actually just edited a story last week from nutritionists talking about all of their favorite ingredients. And they said uh, most of the time that generic is pretty much exactly the same as the name brand. And if you think about name brand, like what are we even saying? Like macaroni and cheese, are they using the highest quality ingredients? Not really. Yeah. So how much worse could the generic really be? So this blew my mind. I looked this up because I was like, is there really a difference? I, I took it to Google and it said that actually most of these products are made in the same factories by the same Ooh. companies as the name brands. The reason that it's cheaper is because the store isn't spending money on marketing them. It's like they don't, Trader Joe's. Yeah, they don't advertise them. Yeah. They don't need to. So it's usually the same almost sometimes exactly the same product, just without all the fancy packaging and marketing. It's crazy how much we're willing to pay for just like trust and brand recognition. But there are a couple of things I think that can be crappier. So like paper towels, a lot of times, generic paper towels. I will pay. I actually bought paper towels recently and I got the cheaper one and it was maybe $3 cheaper for like the big pack. And I got them home and I was like, I have to use these three times as quickly because they don't absorb anything. I mean, think about bad, like one ply, I'm not going to name names, but toilet paper. It's like party streamer that like falls (laughs) apart. Yeah. Yeah. The only time I could think of when you really would want to pay attention is if you have any sort of food allergies or sensitivities. Like, for example, 
MSG can give, I know it's very controversial, but a lot of people think it gives them migraines. And in some brands, it's called MSG. And in some brands, it's called yeast extract. So you just need to pay attention to like knowing your ingredients and okay. reading through the lists. Yeah. But. What about organic versus not Ooh. organic? Because that is the one thing too. I'm always like, ah, it's $2 more for that tomato. Do I really so need- So expensive. Right? Yeah. Tell me, Kristen, because I feel like that stuff is better, quote unquote, less You're- preservatives. I would say there's two categories. I would organic meat is one thing, and then organic like produce is, okay. is another. Meat it really is you're sacrificing things like exposure to antibiotics sure. and things like that. So, and it's like an animal. I'd be a yeah. little more sensitive about that. But with fruits and vegetables, you can wash them. We're talking yeah. about mostly how much they've been exposed to pesticides and. We recently also had an article where we talked about uh, how mostly you can wash them all off with water. Okay. Um, there are foods, you know, the Dirty Dozen list comes out every year that yeah. says the 12 vegetables and fruits that are the most exposed to pesticides. But the way that that list comes out is highly debated because the amounts of pesticides and like how how much they will actually change your body and all of that is so they don't use a lot of science behind it right and yeah. just because it's organic doesn't mean they're not using pesticides right yeah. right which they're, i think a lot of people don't know that yeah there are different types of pesticides right um, yeah. so you want to wash everything no yeah. matter how much it costs mm-hmm. what it's labeled as yeah. like wash your vegetables and that's why meat is a different thing too because you can have organic beef but if it's grain-fed, that's going to have a totally different composition than grass-fed. Yeah. Right. You know, the amount of omega-3s and everything that's in the animal's body is going to be Okay, so which is better, grain-fed or grass-fed beef? Well, it depends on what you want. But Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think most people agree that grass-fed I want to look like Beyonce. Okay, so grass-fed <laughs> for that. Yes. But again, this is like, we have so many options when we go to the grocery yeah. store. Like, I understand why it can be paralyzing for some people because you're just like, yeah, do I get organic? Do I not? Like, what's going to happen if I don't? Do I have the money to, to spend on it? Like, yeah. And there is a lot of judgment. Even when you were just asking me which is better, I was thinking, oh my gosh, there's so many voices on this side and so many voices on the other that will like, go attack me for whatever I say if I take a side. And like, even just, you know, your regular shopper is hearing all of those voices in their heads, I think, while they're there making decisions. Completely. Yeah. I don't know if people know this, but talking to grocery store employees can offer you a bounty of benefits as well. Yeah. I feel like that's a motif on this show. Like, talk to humans. Yeah. Yeah. So, number one, you can actually ask an employee to sample almost anything in the store before you buy it. I've been to places where they will literally cut open a piece of produce for you. Um, So, I think that's super interesting. A lot of places, too, if you want to try those crackers, they'll let you open a box and taste them, which... I don't think most people knew that. They want to sell, they want to sell that. products. Yeah. And the other thing too is like butchers, fishmongers, mm-hmm. people like that, deli people, they'll do a lot of the work for you if you ask them to, which yeah. I think people also don't know. Yeah. They'll do it in advance too, like butchers, especially if you're having a party on Saturday and you want a rib roast, they'll have it ready for you on Saturday morning to pick up at a certain time. Their artistry is crazy. Like even the, the seafood folks, like I'm always impressed with how, you know, passionate they are about something being good. Great point too, Raj, is like 
ask them like what is the freshest thing that's here today like what do you recommend like yeah. you know what i mean and, and they'll often tell you like we just got the the shrimp in or, or whatever it yeah. is yeah i've had deep philosophical conversations about preparing mussels with with uh you know one of my guys at whole foods yeah. and it's very as you know Kristen. Kristen's a chef um really really you have to be really careful because they are alive and how you cook them and everything and i also want to be as ethical as possible when cooking them and i want them to be good so yeah i have i have long did conversations with these men and women. I bet they love you. I mean, I love them back. I love Raj being ethical with her muscles. I'm, like, I'm still, I'm gently coaxing them into the hot tub. <laughs> Don't make me, you're gonna make me cry. I get, I'm really sad about that. That's why I've never prepared lobster. I love lobster, oh, I but couldn't, like, I couldn't do it either. I can't. No. I think I'm gonna transition into like veganness when I'm like 80. But you know, right now I'm trying to ethically cook muscles but I, yeah i support you thank you <laughs> you should also get to know the manager of your store especially if it's a smaller more neighborhood store they will order you whatever you want if there's a prop oh, cool. if there's a, some sort of product like a special hot sauce or something that they don't carry they will quite often order it for you and they said the best suggestions are ones that come from customers because they don't yeah. necessarily know what's trending at the moment or what people are talking about or these days what's what's on the tiktok, TikTok challenges yeah, right, yeah right. that's how i shop yeah so you should just ask. It can't hurt. What about checkout tips? Mm. I think checking out can sometimes be the most stressful part of it. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. really stressful and I make it even more stressful because I'm Do you watch? ultra competitive with myself. Okay. I try to beat the cashier. I try, I, I bag my own groceries and I try to get everything in the bag faster than she can scan it through and get my total. I have this whole system where I put everything in the conveyor belt in a certain order I know exactly how I'm going to bag it. I put the heavy, cold things first on the frozen things, and I put all the produce together. I put all the canned things together. I put all the light things together. I get my bags ready in my cart, (laughs) and as soon as she starts scanning, I'm there, like, as fast as I can, just loading them into my cart, and it's, it's like, a personal defeat if I I let her beat me. For those of you guys (laughs) who can't see us, Kristen has, like, Pixar character face right now. She just looks so excited about this conversation about checking out, and I love that. Right, and our jaws are, like, on the table because (laughs) I can't imagine this. No. But I, I think that's actually a great tip. Like, there is a better way... There yeah. are better ways to bag your groceries. Yeah. I don't recommend anyone go that all out on it. But if you can prepare yourself and know like yeah. the order, you won't feel all scrambled when it's time to put it in your bags. And yeah. it's a little bit less. Stressful. Yeah. So I'm a little bit of a masochist because I never use a cashier. I do the self-checkout Oh my always. God. I do it too, but it's so annoying. It, it, you know why it's annoying? Not because of me. But because of everyone else, it's like when you go through TSA at the airport and you're like, how is this person? They're walking through with their phone and their keys. You're like, okay. Have you never traveled before? It's definitely and me in front of you. Probably. And so I like, want to strangle you. I'm searching for things. I don't know what the thing is called. I'm like, the is this a green numbers. bean or a string bean? Like, what I'm the same way as Kristen is with with bagging, like in terms of checking out at a self-checkout. I can be done in like 38 seconds. Like mm-hmm. I know everything to do. And if you're in my way. If you're like texting. Oh I'm my God. Yes. I'm afraid that I'm going to be the one in the way. That's right. why I'm in such a hurry. I'm afraid that everyone's going to be waiting for well, me. Well, then I appreciate you not going to the self-checkout and not getting in my way. Like that is actually <laughs> yes. a gift that you're giving me as like a neurotic person who's just like, I want to, I want to start ringing people up, like yeah. to help them because yeah. they drive me crazy. You need to be a checkout advocate. I think this should be your side hustle. Wait, so the hardest part for me of the self-checkout is the produce because you have to 
put it on the scale and like type in the number if you don't know the SKU or, yeah. or code? How do you do that? Well, so now they make it really easy. We're like, it's by picture or it's by name. And and I just know, like my fingers just fly over that touch oh screen. Oh my God. He's yeah. amazing. Pro, y'all. Yeah. Okay, Kristen, was there anything else that was kind of juicy that you learned, insider tip that you learned from your plug, your grocery store plug? Yes. Everyone told me I had to ask him his thoughts about soda because apparently he has very strong feelings about soda. <laughs> um Over the last 32 years that he's been working at his family's grocery store, they have lost money on soda. Apparently, there's just like no profit margin. It's so low. The big soda companies force you to carry a certain amount um, and they tell you what the price has to be. And until very recently, they've just run all of that. But because people, I'm shocked, have gone away from drinking soda so much in the last, you know, decade or so. Yeah. Um, they're selling so little soda that the companies have lost all of that power and they can no longer tell them how much to carry. They can no longer dictate the price. And he said for the first time, I think for the past two years, the top seller at the grocery store was avocados. It had previously been Pepsi for the 30 Damn years millennials. before then. Wow. <laughs> we did and, that. Yeah, and, the, and it's really good for the grocers because the profit margins on avocados are much Hell higher yeah. than on soda. They were just losing, losing money on soda. So I thought that was really interesting. That's really cool. Sometimes I feel like we're in a bubble in the city and like people here eat pretty healthy, but I wasn't sure if that was like really reflected. A trend for the entire country. In general. But yeah, like people really are going healthier. I love that because soda really, really has so many terrible effects on the body. That's good to know. Okay, but I'm coming out right now as a huge soda fan. Oh my God. No, we have, it's always one out of three person. It's like, I love Dr. Pepper But I have moved. I only let myself have it on the weekends, but I do. I love a, like, what's your soda? Coke Zero. Coke Zero with, you know, pizza. There's nothing better. When you have a slice of pizza, you have to have a soda. I mean, I feel religious about that. Or or like a veggie burger. Yeah, there's just certain things i love those chemicals a root beer with this oh pizza. i love a root beer yeah, yeah. a fresca yeah i always I when i tell people beer. i drink fresca they're like are you 85 years old and i'm like yeah in my soul i am and i want my fresca <laughs> i love that but that's a treat you're not drinking that's a treat 12 packs yeah, yeah. well Kristen, uh you made me a better shopper and human thank you so much for being here and chatting with us Thank you for having me. I hope that I didn't make anyone nervous with all of my over-the-top groceries shopping practices. I mean, I definitely feel inadequate now, but that's okay. It's just like fitting in with the rest of my life. It makes us want to do better. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. And now it's time for Better in Five. These are our top tips from this episode. All right, number one, your grocery shopping adventure starts before you even leave the house. Keep a list. It doesn't matter if it's on your phone or if it's written down. It's really the best way to keep you organized. Number two, figure out when grocery shopping works for you. So if you're trying to avoid people, you probably want to go in the morning in the middle of the week. But if you're trying to save money, you might want to shop Sundays when the sales hit and everything's still in stock. Not for the faint of heart. (laughs) Number three, Most of the time, generic is just as good as a name brand and way cheaper. So don't be afraid to go for those. Unless it's toilet paper. Truth. Number four, stock up on items when they're on sale. Sign up for loyalty clubs and try using coupons. You might feel like a grandma, but grandma knows best and a little extra work could save a lot of money. Grandma stays lit. I agree. (laughs) Number five, don't be afraid to schmooze with the store employees. Many of them really care about your experience. They know food and they can help you get the best of whatever you're shopping for. Okay, Raj, 
How wrong have you been grocery shopping? You know what? Not terribly wrong, but Kristen gave me a lot of stuff to think about. I feel the same way. You know, grocery shopping is like my one true love. It is. So I'm not going to forsake it and say that I've been doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. But I did learn a lot. And my number one thing, I'm going to try shopping at the dollar store. Yeah. At least for some things, because I already go to six different grocery stores. And it sounds like there are actually deals to be had. Get some more cardio in. Why not not see what's there? No, I'm all for it. I love the dollar store king. I support you in this. Thank you. What about you? What are you going to try? I am going to try talking to more of the grocery store employees. Mm. I really felt what Kristen said about being able to find out what the best products are for the best prices. And I think if I'm going to spend the money and I'm there anyway, why not schmooze it up a little bit? And I'm chatty anyway. You are the chattiest. (laughs) And what a treat for them. I think that that's great. I think it is. Shit, I'm cute. (laughs) Anyway, until next time, as long as there are things to get wrong, we're going to be right here to help you do them better. See y'all at the grocery store. Is there something you're doing wrong? Let us know by emailing us at amidoingitwrongpod at gmail.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com